Thanks for tuning in to the Diabetes Dish Podcast, brought to you by OnTrackDiabetes.com and the OnTrack Diabetes app, available for the iPhone and Android. Here's your host, Maureen Connolly. So, Erica Gray, welcome to the show. Um, we're so happy to have you back. You were here a year ago, um, as many of our listeners know. And when we first spoke, um, you shared your amazing story of transformation that began, I want to say, I think it was, was it seven years ago, 2010? Um, yeah, it would have been seven, it would have been seven years ago. And thank you very much for having me on your show. I appreciate it. Oh, well, we are so thrilled to have you back. Um, and I just, you know, if you could just briefly recap for someone who has not heard your amazing story, um, which of course, you know, involves 130 pound weight loss and, um, also being able to go off 15 different medications as well as, uh, get rid of your type two diabetes. You, you know, cured yourself. Um, and I just think for people listening, you know, for our site, especially on track diabetes, this is just an amazing story that will inspire so many people. And so would you just kind of give us the, the, the recap? Yes. So thank you for asking. So in 2010, I was 340 pounds. I had uh, type 2 diabetes. I was taking um, uh, insulin injection, metformin, and another medication I don't remember the name of. But in addition to that, my cholesterol was about 400 my blood pressure was very high, and my doctor, uh, my doctor told me that I was uh, uh, likely to uh, die within the next five years. And in fact, he recommended that I purchase a cemetery plot. So he's very blunt with me. And I had tried um, really everything that I could possibly, every mar- diet plan uh, ever commercially marketed in the United States, including the American Diabetes Association diet plan. And none, nothing had ever worked for me. And so I, I was just uh, really at a loss. I, at that point, was about a month away from scheduling bariatric surgery. I had scheduled bariatric surgery. I was about a month away from it. And I didn't really want to do that. So I, I was looking for, really desperately looking for solutions that I could use to avoid, uh, you know, having surgery and, and going that route. And uh, just, you know, really was very fortunate in that I found some alternative solutions and I was able to avoid all that. And so that's when you sought out the help from a naturopathic doctor, correct? Yeah, so I, I, I didn't know what a naturopathic doctor was at the time. I had been seeing a whole lot of MDs. And with my experience with MDs was that I would I would go to uh, I would go to a doctor's appointment and I found that a medical doctor typically had five to 10 minutes to, to meet with me. And what they were focused on doing in those medical appointments typically was to uh, determine what my, my current or main um, uh, medical problem was or what I was complaining about the most or why I was there at the doctor that day. And that what they were focused on doing was to prescribe a medication to attempt to alleviate that particular symptom. And so at that point, I was on over 15 different medications and I had them all lined up like soldiers on my bathroom cabinet. Like, and I would every day take all these different medications. And I was on medications uh, for uh, type two diabetes, medications for high blood pressure, you know, statins, um, really uh, in in, uh, antidepressants, uh, weight loss medications, and a whole lot of me- and other medications designed specifically to alleviate the symptoms of other medications. Hmm. So it was uh, 
it was really a grueling experience and it was extraordinarily expensive. You know, it was costing tens of thousands of dollars per year. I mean, really, it had to be way up there at 50 grand a year in terms of just expenses for medications by themselves. And that's, that's what my employer was paying, um, for, uh, for, for the medications. And that's, you know, my deductible was generally met around mid February each year. Wow. Just in terms of my out of pocket. So that, that's how much uh, the output was. And that's when, uh, so that was my experience with, with medical doctors, and they're all genuinely wanting to help and, and cure my symptoms, but they're more focused on alleviating symptoms rather than finding the underlying cause of the problem. And then one day, after uh, one day I saw a um, something on CNN, Wolf Blitzer was interviewing uh, former President Bill Clinton, and President Clinton was on TV, and he looked, better than I'd ever seen him look before. His face was oval instead of round. The bags under his eyes were gone. He looked actually younger, much healthier, much happier. And Wolf finally addressed the 800-pound gorilla in the room and said, you know, rather than talk about politics, he said, well, tell us you look so much better. You've obviously lost weight. What are you doing? And Bill Clinton started talking about a whole food plant-based diet that he had uh, heard about or learned about from um, some folks that wrote a book called The China Study. And so at the time, I Googled Clinton plant-based diet, and this was in 2010, as I recall, and nothing came up, nothing at all. Really, it was, it was a negative uh, Google search. Now, if you, if you uh, Googled that term right now, you'd get half a million or more hits on it. So I had tried, as I said, really everything on the market before, you know, Atkins, Weight Watchers, uh, everything, and... I found that all of these different weight loss plans or weight management plans had something in common. They were all based upon a certain type of deprivation or so you're trying to deprive yourself of calories or they were based upon something that I was equally unsustainable, which was only eating meat and, and almost no greens, almost no vegetables. Uh, like, for example, the Atkins or what we would currently think of as a ketogenic diet. And, and there were many others as well. So I found that none of those diets were sustainable because they were not, you, you couldn't follow them and practice those diets or those, those uh, uh, dietary lifestyles for your lifetime. They were, they were intended to help you achieve a certain, they were ten, intended to help you lose a certain amount of weight, but then once you lost the weight, what are you going to do? Well, most people would be able to lose some weight, and I was always able to lose a, a quick 40 pounds on any of those plans, but then you plateau and you stop losing weight or you achieve a weight loss goal, and, you, and then you just go back to what you were doing before. And the problem then is, is you not only put on the weight that you lost, but then you rebound and maybe add an additional 10% on top of that too. So it's a snowball going downhill in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And so after the, uh, after the uh, uh, Bill Clinton episode on CNN, I, I really started doing a, a lot more research, and I found through uh, some research a naturopathic doctor who was talking about plant-based diets. So I said, aha, this worked for Bill Clinton. Let me see if I can try this also. So I went and uh, I found this person. Her name was Dr. Preeti Kulkarni in Cupertino, California. She knew exactly what I was talking about, and she was uh, uh, she, she uh, really ate plants herself. And so she taught me. Over, so I went in there, and and my the striking thing was rather than what 
my usual expectation was based on the economic of a modern medical practice. Rather than spend five to ten minutes with me, she spent well over an hour with me, maybe an hour and a half, and she asked about every aspect of my life and my lifestyle, including you know, social things like my friends and, and, uh, and, and all these things. And I just, I just, you know, decided going into this that everything else had failed. I was willing to do anything to attempt to avoid bariatric surgery and to try to get my life back on track. As I said, it was 340 pounds at a size 52 inch waist. My life was out of control. I was just miserable. And so I admitted everything to her. I had stopped going outside. I was reclusive. My, all of my meals were being delivered to my door. I simply wasn't even going outside anymore. I'd lost all my friends because it was just simply so uncomfortable to try to get outside and to move around. And it hurt so bad. It was so much pain associated with movement that I, I had stopped moving. And I hadn't been on a date in 15 years and just all these sorts of things. So at the end of this very lengthy meeting, she did something that I was shocked by and she prescribed uh, a dog. She told me to go down to my local shelter and adopt a dog. And I, I was, I thought that was the most unusual medical advice that I'd ever <laughs> heard. And what she explained, what she, in addition to, she also prescribed a plant-based diet, which is what I'd gone to her for and what I was interested in. She said, you, you, there's a couple of things going on here. And, and she said, the primary, the underlying cause in her view of my obesity and, and, and misery and pain and, and poor health was my diet and also because I'd become so reclusive that I'd stopped going outside and I stopped having friends and I stopped caring about life. And, and her prescription to me then was to go down and, and adopt a dog from my local shelter and get maybe a, a middle-aged dog just as I was and, and somebody that I could take that would force me to go outside and walk and have and interact with and, and really kind of come back from the brink and, and have a, a bond with. So I followed her advice. And in addition to setting me up with really asking me what was in my pantry at home and telling me what to throw out and giving me some very specific detailed meal plans on exactly what to purchase and, and how to cook it and do everything else, um, and, and made me commit to come see her for the next six months in terms of weekly visits. And fortunately, my medical insurance covered that. So I did all that. And I did, in fact, go out and adopt a dog. And I followed her instructions exactly. And going outside and walking for half an hour, twice a day, was all the exercise that I did and following the dietary information that she gave me and cooking the meals that she gave me on the recipes and the meal plans that I did. And I, it wasn't meal plan. I mean, this was going to the supermarket and buying fruits and vegetables. And, yeah, you know, and this Eric, wasn't that's like I was going to say, some- yeah, because you had said to me, you know, you were on the window diet, which I remember from our last interview. And you said if it didn't come from a fast food window or delivered to your door, uh, you weren't eating it. You know, that's how you two right. Domino's, extra large pizzas a night. And so when I went back and, you know, I kind of heard us talking about it, I, th- I thought, well, gosh, how do you go from living that kind of life, never mind just get, you know, weaning yourself off of these foods to start with, but just the type of commitment uh, and time, you know, that you need to eat the way that you're currently eating, which to your point, now you're food shopping and planning. So just how did you make that shift? How did you, you know, find time to just. Yeah. So that's, mm-hmm. that's a wonderful, it's a wonderful question. And it's, as you point out, I was on the window diet. So the window diet is this, 
I wasn't really eating unless somebody was serving something through me through the window of my car or delivering something to me through the, the door of my home. That, that's what I call the window diet. So I was eating all fast food and junk food and uh, like pizza delivery and stuff like that because those are the types of food that get delivered to your home. There wasn't more sophisticated meal delivery services back then. So how I transitioned from there is it's just kind of like, you know, somebody with a substance abuse problem and, and eating like that is a substance abuse problem. It mm. is a food substance abuse problem. And so I had hit rock bottom and I realized that I'd hit rock bottom. And my choice at that point in my life was to either give up and die or decide that I was going to do something about it. And I decided to do something about it because up until that point, I just, taken the easiest course and, and done what was easiest and, and kind of like followed my own program. And as, as part of, um, I, so I had to have, and as what Dr. Preeti says, you, you have to, she, to succeed on anything, to make major changes in your life, you have to want to live. Mm. You have to want to, you know, not die. That is the only way that you can succeed either as a recovering addict or as somebody with uh, uh, malnutrition is, is obesity just the same way as, uh, starvation is malnutrition. They're both mm -hmm. different forms of malnutrition. And so I decided that I was really going to give this my, my best shot and I was going to, everything else in my life had failed. I was 51 years old at the time. And rather than just kind of like give up and die, I was going to give this my best shot. And I was going, because everything else had failed up for me up to that point. I was going to follow her instructions exactly and do exactly what she said that I, I should do rather than kind of like supplement it and make modifications and changes according to what I preferred or yeah. what I thought. I was going to yeah. jump all in rather than just stick one toe in the water. And, and it worked for me. And in following I know, clearly, clearly <laughs> we've seen the results yeah, so at that point at, at age 51, I had, I thought about it at the time and, and this is just a, a big memory for me. I had never gone a single meal in my entire life without eating meat or some sort of animal product. Not, not one that I could ever recall, recall in my entire life. And so I followed exactly what she said and I learned to cook because I'd never really cooked before. I was buying all of my, everything I was eating was made by somebody else. So I learned how to make my own foods. I learned how to grocery shop. And this that may sound rather odd to you, but this is not uncommon for older men. Right. I mean, it's just, it, yeah, I think for a lot of people, so, you know, it's, it's hard work, yeah. you know, but the payoff is just, you know, well worth it. So. Yeah. So, so after, um, really I was off of, uh, uh, meds, really all meds and, uh, around four months or so after I started this, I mean, it was extraordinary. I began by losing five pounds a week and I was consistently losing five pounds a week. And I thought this is the miracle that I was looking for. And after about a two month transition process in terms of, uh, you know, the, the things that I used to eat that I preferred, I actually really acclimated well to this new uh, plant-based diet. My palate changed. I began to enjoy the food that I was eating more than the foods that I was eating before. And the result of this was getting off all meds, starting to lose five pounds a week consistently until I hit my ideal weight. So I went from 340 to 185 in 10 months by doing this, all by doing nothing more than walking for half an hour twice a day. That was all the exercise that I needed. There was no extreme exercise. There's nothing like you see on The Biggest Loser or anything like that. My waist dropped from 
52 to 33 inches. And, you know, every measurement on my body changed. I lost like a foot and a half, pardon me, a size and a half on shoe size. Wow. And I never thought about that. size. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, every, every measurement of my body went down. And it was an extraordinary experience. And the most amazing you, thing is yeah, people, okay. mm-hmm. yeah. No, I want to hear the most amazing people thing. People think that this is... Yeah, the most amazing thing is people think, oh, my God, that must be so expensive. But it's not. There was no surgery associated with it. There was no, like, $50,000 bariatric surgery. I was able to avoid that. There was no uh, uh, ongoing medication. There was nothing. All I had to do was purchase fruits and vegetables and plants and learn how to prepare them in a palatable way using various spice and flavor combinations. And, and, And so... I did nothing more. The whole cost of this was nothing more than buying groceries and paying a $25 per week uh, copay to Dr. Preeti, who I went in and, and she counseled me for like once a week for a half an hour visit. What's working? What's not working? How's your results for the week? Here's your weigh in for the week. Tracking your results. Let's talk about this. You know, are, is, are you want to. And so everything was like shifted and fine tuned as we went. And the most, the, okay, so the most amazing thing I'm going to tell you, the most expensive part of this entire process, losing all that weight, was having to buy clothes. <laughs> because I had to replace my entire wardrobe. And the thing is, when you're losing weight that fast, the funny thing that most people don't realize is that as you're losing the weight, to me, every inch on my waist reflected about 10 pounds. So every 30 pounds that I lost was about a three-inch reduction for my waist. And once you lose three inches on your waist, you need a whole new set of clothes because nothing's going to fit. So every 30-pound drop, I really had to replace my wardrobe. So I got really crafty and good at this. And I was shopping at, you know, TJ Maxx and and, uh, Ross and places where you could get stuff really cheap. So I was looking for really cheap intermediate clothing. And but still, as part of that, the the weight, the the clothing purchase part of the weight loss. Really, getting down to my optimal weight was about $5,000 in temporary clothing that ended up going to the Goodwill. And then once I got down to my ideal weight at 185, I was able to fully purchase a brand new wardrobe of stuff that was really nice and stylish. And it wasn't all large Hawaiian print shirts and, and 4XL. It was it was nice stuff. So it completely changed my life. Yeah. And tell me how you felt like when you looked in the mirror, you know, even, I don't know, even after the first 10 pounds or 20, like at what point did you notice and say, wow, this, this feels really good. And this looks really good. Well, so the, the odd part is, is that we only look in the mirror typically at ourselves once or twice a day. However, the people that you work with and the people that you know are looking at you constantly and they're seeing you constantly. Mm -hmm. So once you're starting out at like a really big weight and you're seeing like on a yourself on a daily basis, you're not really noticing the incremental change on a daily basis, but what happened was because I lost the weight uh, over 150 pounds in, in like 10 months, I would, and I was in sales, I would frequently meet people that I'd known my entire life and I hadn't seen in six months or 10 months or, or a year even. And they wouldn't recommend, they would not, they did not know that I was the same person that they knew because I'd been obese my entire adult life. So they had known me for 20 years, but they didn't recognize me. And I finally, the only way that I was able to convince them that I was the same person is because they recognized my voice and mannerisms, mm-hmm. and I was able to remind them of things that we had done in the past. So that was an extraordinary situation. So you don't really, when you lose that weight that quickly, you're not really seeing 
seeing the weight that you're losing on a daily basis because you're seeing yourself, it's a very slow slide, even though it happens over a relatively quick period of 10 months. But others are shocked mm-hmm. when they when they, they see you and they haven't seen you for quite a while. So Yeah, and speaking you know, of I, reconnecting so went, with people, um, I just love that after 40 years, you reconnected with your high school girlfriend. Um, yes. And so I, my, my wife... Uh, uh, this is a great story. So we had uh, my story was uh, uh, put out on the internet in a short film called Eric and Petey that you can watch on YouTube, and it was a six-minute film that came out, and it talked about my experience and, and how that related to adopting a dog and the bond that I formed with the dog really snapped me out of the funk that I was in and brought me back into life and kind of completely fixed my mental health reclusiveness situation. And so when that film came out. Um, there was a girl that I dated in high school from age 15 to 17. And her name was Jay. Her name is Jay. <laughs> and when at 17, I joined the army and then I was bad and, you know, I, I lost track of her. So 40 years goes by and then she sees the film and she contacts me and she's living in Reno and I was living in Spokane. And she sent me an email because my contact information is all over the front page of the internet. So I'm really easy to find. So she got a hold of me, and like within two minutes later, I called her back. We made arrangements to meet, and we did. And then we made arrangements to uh, move in together and get back together. And that was in September, last September. Uh, and then we got married in December, and we've been happily married since. Oh so there's a really interesting side story here in that when we got back together, she was 120, uh, pardon me, 197 pounds and size 20. And she was experiencing many of the same conditions that I had been. And by doing the exact same thing that I did, and I, I, I counseled her and I worked with her, I, I, I uh, worked with her on like how to cook the same sorts of foods that I'm eating versus what you had spent your entire life cooking for yourself and your family, your previous family. What, what I, I introduced her to plant-based cooking, a plant-based diet, and she did nothing other than walk my dog for half an hour a day and eat the same thing that I ate, and she went from 197 pounds, she's now 114 at her optimal weight, and all that occurred in under a year. And she looks better, because she's she's Italian. She looks mm-hmm. very Italian-looking. She looks better than she did when she was 16 years old. Aww. She really, really does. She probably feels yeah, so it was really amazing. She does. So all of her, she had a lot of medical problems and symptoms that all just like mine did, completely went away based upon a whole food plant-based diet and the basic amount of exercise associated with walking a dog for half an hour twice a day, and that's all that she did. She doesn't like to exercise. She won't exercise. She just walks for half an hour twice a day, and she has hit her ideal weight, and she's never looked or felt better in her life. Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like this is coming full circle because I want to bring it back to to Petey. Um, because, you know, and, and we didn't go into this so much this time, but when you adopted him, he, uh, too, was overweight and depressed and uh, looking for, like, a new lease on life. And um, by, you know, I guess being adopted by you and the love and intention and also the regular exercise that he got was able to transform um, you know, himself. <laughs> and now yeah, there's so a what, book what, that's coming out. I just want everybody to know about this this book that you have coming out uh, like now as of oh, October 10th, right? Yeah, thank you very much. So when I when I when I called 
um, to adopt a dog, I called Humane Society Silicon Valley in uh, Milpitas, California. I was living in San Jose at the time. And I told the nice lady who answered the phone that I wanted an obese, middle-aged dog so we'd have something in common and we could work on that together. And so they, they talked to me. They interviewed me for a long time because they're very careful about who they adopt their dogs to, thankfully. And they told me they thought they had the perfect dog for me. So I went down there, and, and there was Petey, and he weighed uh, 75 pounds. And um, he had all kinds of skin problems and other ailments. So by eating, by getting him, him on healthier dog food and by also walking with me, he lost 25 pounds. Mm-hmm. So he ended up at 50 pounds and really improved everything about him. He looked younger, acted younger, was much happier. And, you know, we, we kind of saved each other in that respect. So regarding the book, the book is called Walking with Petey, uh, The Dog Who Saved My Life. And it's available uh, beginning October 10th. Pre-orders are available uh, now or just order on any of the online booksellers. And it's a, it's a great comeback story. It's a great American comeback story that provides a lot of really good information for anybody that was in my former situation on how to get from where I was to where I am now. So it's a really good story combined with a lot of really good practical information. That's just so exciting. Um, and also, too, they can go to your website if they want to order the book. I guess get a link through there and also see. And it's, it's ericandpete.com. Is that right? Yeah. E-R-I-C-A-N-D-P-E-E-T-Y.com. The book landing page is obvious from the, the site. And uh, there's okay. lots of other information about me and my initiatives to help other people in similar yeah. circumstances that I was in. Yeah, and I think that would be inspiring for the listeners and readers, too, to see the people that you've mentored uh, around the world um, who are just, you know, transforming their lives as well based on eating a plant-based diet and uh, introducing regular exercise. So I, I just think it's, it's amazing work that you're doing. And uh, I, I wish you... Yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate that. So much luck with the book. And, uh, I, you know, I, I hope you come back and talk to us again. All right. Well, thank you. Uh, yeah, let me know. I'll be happy to come back anytime. <laughs> okay, Eric. Take care. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.